Jeannie Flavelle's Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Mike Coughlin, President and CEO of McKinney Flavelle, and today is January 21st, 2022, and welcome to our Hot Commodity Podcast Series. I'm joined today by Craig Ruffalo, Vice President of McKinney Flavelle. Hello, Craig. How are you? Hey, Mike. Happy Friday to everyone. Happy Friday. Gosh, gosh, gosh. You know what we just did this week, Craig? You know it already. We put out the promo for our Spring Market Seminar in Oak Brook, Illinois. That's right. April 27th. April 27th. Well, what we say is it's the uh, the best one-day conference of great intel you're going to see. We're going to be talking about supply chain woes, inflation, and strategy moving forward. So go to our website at mckinney-favelle.com and you can register and we'll see you there. But Absolutely. Uh, it's a great promo yeah. video. Check it out. Yeah. Do you want to do any quick football picks before we uh, dive into the uh, corn industry today? Well, I think we ought to because, you know, whatever we say, people have been doing the opposite and they've been successful. So, yeah, let's do it. Um, I'll pick Buffalo. OK. I'll pick Tennessee. OK. I'll pick Tampa Bay. OK. And I'll pick the 49ers. I agree with 100 percent of what you just said. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Hopefully we're right. All right, everybody. <laughs> there you go. Place your bets. Place your bets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, today I thought we would talk about the uh, something that you're an absolute expert on, and that's the corn wet milling industry. So a uh, lot going on there. Uh, so maybe you can give people, folks an update of kind of what we're seeing and, and some thoughts around it. Yeah, well, of course. You know, I think so many people have been uh, enamored and focused with commodity prices. So whether that's the feed grains, corn, wheat, soybeans. Uh, and then, of course, all the discussion on supply chain uh, and inflation. And so everybody's kind of just got their minds overwhelmed with a lot of things that they sometimes forget about some of the commercial side of the markets that impact uh, their day to day. And so, you know, one of the things I thought would be good for us to talk with the audience today on is the corn wet milling industry and how they've positioned themselves uh, commercially uh, to this point during the pandemic and coming post pandemic, what do we see this market a little bit shaped up to to supply the customer and and of the resultant uh, products that they produce, a couple of them have had a little bit of a yo yo impact. Ethanol uh, being one, you know, during the pre pandemic, we were seeing some nice increases in ethanol production, and then during the beginnings of pandemic, fell off the the table and now have come back nicely and with crude oil over $85 a barrel it's it's going to encourage additional use of ethanol conversely we saw obviously some drop off in hfcs demand and we haven't really seen a recapturing of that market uh, there's been a little bit of an improvement because we see people's butts in the stands speaking of football uh, so there's a little rebound there but the one that's had a lot of consternation for the wet milling community has been in the dry goods that they produce. Mm -hmm. You're talking starch, monohydrate dextrose, maltodextrins, corn syrup solids, crystalline fructose. And Mike, you know perfectly well uh, from the clients that you talk to is, is that there has seemingly become this unbelievable tightness since about quarter three last year. Right. And it's been perpetuated right. where people are struggling 
to uh, be able to find just even the simplest of starches, let alone dextrose. And so I think right now, as an industry, we are watching the wet millers come back to the marketplace. And, and it wasn't an under forecasting. It seems like there's a more fundamental issue going on here and love to talk to people about it, but it, it pertains to the wet milling process and the drying down of these goods. Uh, so there might be a longer term tightness in those markets that people need to be aware of. Right. Yeah. And do you see, uh, how do you see things moving forward? I think that you're going to find that the wet milling community is going to have to be very conscientious of, of over-promising and under-delivering. So I think they're going the other way. I think they're going to under-promise and hope to over-deliver because some of the problems with this is mandatory scheduled shutdowns of wet mills for maintenance. Right. Uh, they can't always produce enough inventory to warehouse of these products in order to satisfy demand. So if you are out there as an end customer, uh, you've heard me probably say this in multiple presentations, but have your operations people give you as much forecast to production planning as possible, uh, probably through the fall of this year um, so that you don't find yourself in a hard place when they go down for maintenance in the spring and don't have the inventory to match some of your needs in Q2 and 3. Got it. Okay. Well, uh, you know, we also came out with a corn wet milling study a long time ago, and we just recently updated it. Maybe you want to give uh, listeners yeah. an idea of a uh, little bit in that study and uh, why they should uh, take a look at it. Well, if you are new or even a veteran in corn wet milling space, and that means either on the buy or sell side, or you're looking to understand the nuances of the corn wet milling participants as of today, that industry study is about as comprehensive as you can get. It tells you a little bit about the corporations that are involved in corn wet milling in North America. It describes some of their most recent CapEx projects. What are they focused on, particularly of some of the publicly traded companies out there? shows you uh, capacities or shall I say commercial production of finished products by corn wet milling companies, kind of their position in the market. shows you demand curves for some of the major com uh, commoditized ingredients like high fructose corn syrup and dextrose and ethanol. It gives you an understanding of net corn costs and its ramifications on the cost of production to a wet mill. It's extremely comprehensive and it does come with typically in the purchase at least about a 60 to 90 minute debriefing with the authors. Excellent. Yours truly Excellent. and our and our associate Nicole Thomas are the two uh, authors of that study. So, you know, if you do purchase it, it comes along with a little bit of a Q&A post uh, the, the debriefing, if you will. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Well, is there anything else we want to cover before we let folks uh, get on with their football playoff weekend? I think we got it, man. All right, cool. Well, thank you very much, Craig. As I always like to say, live with an attitude of gratitude. Enjoy every minute moment with your friends and family. And until next time, take care, everybody. Have a great weekend, people. Bye now. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Favell's IQ Ingredient Intelligence platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit bikini-favelle.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.